This is Marvel 616 Politics, episode 37, with Andy Kirby and Jared Mayo. How the heck are you, bro? I am great. How are you, Andy? I'm I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Uh, you know, I'm 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 here. I'm alive. It's another day. Hallelujah. Settled into a new office here at work. Uh, it's the best. What? Now give us some details. You know, fans are wanting to know about this new office. Oh well, clearly. Well, actually, I had to move offices because everybody, like, I think everybody in this place has moved offices except for two people. And uh, guess who got my old office? That's right. The former president of the company. So you know it was prime real estate. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. I know. I tell you, right? Phew. So where are you now? I am down the hall closer to the rest of my department. Gotcha. So. Yeah. So now I have to actually do some supervising. <laughs> So are you going to be uh, the vice president soon? Makes me tired just thinking about it. Um, I'll be a vice president soon. I mean, but not the vice president. That's silly. That's what? Silly. Oh, what was I thinking? <laughs> thinking you were good at your job and could be promoted. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I am one of the youngest people here. So. Yeah, but you know, you you can be a trailblazer. Who wants an old boss? Somebody wants you. You know the bosses of these companies should be young and you know just have new ideas and stuff. It shouldn't be that you turn fifty and oh now that you're out of ideas, we'll we'll promote you. You know I like the way you think. You want to come work for me? <laughs> Wait, no, you're not listening. <laughs> 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 no, but I mean, do you do you see what I'm saying though? Um. Yeah, I do. I mean, I got a lot of good ideas. I'm I'm, I'm full of good ideas. I mean, yeah. this podcast is a great idea, right? Absolutely. You should have everybody in your department should have to do a podcast based on their interests. Right. And then they submit it. Wait, why? I'm not. I'm not. And then you would be the podcast supervisor, and you would be in charge of listening to their podcasts and make and you know tweaking them and and you know deciding whether they're good or not. Right. Okay. Hey, let me ask you a question. Um, should we mention our sponsors for this episode? Heck yeah. Well, the only reason I'm asking is because I I, I didn't see any check come in the mail from last episode. That's because I didn't invoice them. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I didn't. Wait, why not? Well, so for Christmas, they're going to get two invoices. <laughs> for Christmas. Hey! Here's... So wait, you since I talked to you about not invoicing them, you still haven't invoiced them? No, because I knew that we were recording. I was like, well, I don't want to hit them up with two, you know, four days apart. I'll just hit them up with two at the same time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, I'm a business guy. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. <laughs> All right, right on. Okay, well, why don't you mention our sponsors then? dcbservice.com where you can get all your discount comic book needs met dcbservice.com woo <laughs> wow i like that 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 woo at the end there that was really uh that made me jump that was that was fantastic oh no they're really good i do like them a lot 
No, they are fantastic. We got a new person in, in charge over there with our uh, – and they sent they, – they're sending out stuff. Let's see here. Should we read some of this that they sent out to us? Who sent out to what about, huh? Do you not do you not check our email at all? I've never checked our email. Ever? I don't, no. Mm-mm. I don't even know if I have the password. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. Okay, let's see here. Um, DC News, 50% off. We don't really care about that. Let's see. All new Marvel trade paperbacks and hardcovers are an extra 5% off this month. Their discount is 45% off. This what? promotion is supported with banners that you can use on your website. Oh, no, no, that's for us. That's not my bad. That's awesome. Yeah, man. They uh yeah, they hooked us up. They they give a they they now have a, a monthly email that they send to us. Oh, dude, save 75% on the following titles. Winter Soldier number 1. And then the rest are stuff we don't care about. So what is that? A dollar then? 75% off? Yeah. Yeah, it's probably it's not. Three ninety nine. Yep. That's awesome. That's like nineteen ninety one days. Whew, the good old days. I'm gonna have to check our email. Yeah, you're gonna have to check our email. I, you know how many emails I man, email accounts I manage. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine, ten, ten email accounts. I check them all. Let's play the martyr. Three. <laughs> The three, email martyr. <laughs> three of them are for this show. Uh, Wait, why do we have three emails? Because of how we log into different things. All right, let's just tell the fans the true brains behind this project. His name is Andy Kirby. That's... I am just the the uh, the whipping boy. What are you talking? That, that shows up every three weeks and uh, says some crazy stuff about Tina Turner comic books. Andy is the man. Please, please. Hey, I do have a question for you. This will point out some faults of mine. Did you did you mail uh, Aaron the comics he won? He didn't send me his address. Ooh, he sent it to our email address. Oh. Okay, no, I have all his... You know how we were giving away those trades of Extreme X-Men for the, mm-hmm. uh, the bumpers? Mm-hmm. Well, because he did our bumpers, uh, I'm going to throw some of those trades actually all those trades his way so i have to mail those out and you have to mail him what was it your new warriors trade or whatever yeah he's gonna love it yeah it's gonna be fantastic no pun intended yeah that's already the second time you said it this episode whatever we're not (laughs) keeping count this no i am but we're not okay you have you have a little tally down (laughs) <laughs> Dude, so how so did you give him the whole series of Extreme X-Men? Yeah, all the trades, except for number 4 Mechanics, which is I was going to say that one's pretty rare. Right, exactly. I don't have that one. And but you know how much time I spent trying to track that down? I this is dumb. I, how do you do it? Do you do you track all uh, an entire complete series down and and then decide whether you like it or not or do you actually read some of them and say, hey, I like this. I want the entire series. Number two. Okay. Well, I've made the first number one mistake several times. That's what I did with New Warriors. We're going to let that happen again. Right. So I got all the trades for Extreme X-Men except, I think, two of them. Number four being one of them. And then I started reading it, and I was like, I can't read this. This is ridiculous. What? You didn't like Extreme X-Men? I can – no, it's Claremont, man. Oh. We've had this discussion before. I know, but the first two trades were good. 
I couldn't get pa- I couldn't get through it. I really couldn't get for through the first trade. Then the with, art just got really bad. With the death, no, it wasn't the art. It was the Destiny Diaries, which I think you you would think it would be cool, but like Bishop and could, yeah. I don't know. I couldn't. It was so hard to read Claremont's writing. Well, the I liked the first two or two or three trades were good. With Claremont and Salaroka was doing the art, right? Which could you know he could draw anything, Christmas trees, and I'd read it. Right. But then he left to go do Iron Man because the movie came out. And they put Igor Cordy on it, and the dude cannot draw himself out of a paper basket. It's just awful. See, I'm why there's a paper basket, I don't know, and why you'd be drawing yourself out of it, but still, paper basket. Well done. Yeah. No, I like Igor Cordy. I just about spit my drink all over my laptop. No, he, when he did, he was doing his Cable series, and then Cable turned to Soldier X. Do you remember? Ugh, that was awful. Oh, it was. I, I can't believe we are so different on this. Oh, hey. Um, I, apparently, Wizards having a, um, a convention here in New Orleans that I shall be attending. Oh, sweet. When? It, uh, it's January 23rd and 24th, so come on down. <laughs> come on down. That's da, da, awesome. da, da, da. Yeah, should be fun. You coming? Um, yeah, when you come to mine. That I've asked you to a million times. You said it was an open invitation. I didn't know it was a, you know, you had to... You have. No, we were supposed to go to Chicago, and then you're like, oh, I'm going to go to Texas and go do work. Oh, that's, yeah, yeah. That's, that's true. Yeah, forgot yeah. about that. But, yeah. hey, somebody actually invited me to go to this one, somebody from the office. What? There's comic book people at your office? I think since the DC relaunch, this guy has gotten back into some Batman comics, so he, he wants to go. Wow, well, that's cool. So you guys going to go together? I think so. I think, uh, I mean, I can't plan that far ahead, but yeah. <laughs> um, I can't plan a month ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I don't know what's going to go on with work or my kids or if they're going to be in the ER or something like that. Uh-huh. Man. Yeah, how many times have you been in the ER since we last chatted? None, but do you know how many times I've been on the phone with the ER or the billing companies since oh. I've, since we last chatted? Man, oh. I got I got one bill down today. They were, I got... It down from 869 down to 123. Whoa. Yep. So they just overcharge you on everything, dude. I don't know what the deal is, but I, you know, I call and I say, hey, the insurance company says I need to pay this. You're saying I need to pay this. Can you? And you just politely ask them to take a look at it, and then like a few hours later, they're like, oh yeah, all you gotta do is pay 123. <laughs> That's a pretty big clerical error. Um, yeah, and this is – I have to call all three – no, all four of these places that are involved, and all four of them need to adjust. The ambulance company, the first hospital, the second hospital, um, the doctors that they called in from the regional medical center that wasn't the hospital, and then another radiology place. So five places I've had to I've, – I've, I've succeeded in three out of the five. Whoa. Mm. Now, did you have to um, call Children's Services, too? Do they have a bill for you? No. Okay. Well, I mean, with all the paperwork they have to do in investigating you guys, because your kids live at the ER, I wasn't sure. I got a top-secret clearance, so they're like, ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, it's Spider-Man. It's cool. <laughs> I'm looking at the picture of you on Skype, is that, that picture of Spider-Man. Oh, it's fantastic. That's basically who I am. And that's number three. 
<laughs> You're a jerk. That's number one. Start keeping a tally of how many times you say that. Well, why don't we tally how many times you call me a jerk on Facebook? Oh, that's that's all just because I love you. It's like every day. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a daily allotment. <laughs> Gotta get my quota in. Where can I post that Jared's a jerk? <laughs> Oh, whatever. It's all in good fun. Speaking of Facebook, why don't we give out our contact info? Yeah, that sounds good. Let's do that. Okay, you can find us, marvel616politics.com. You can email us at marvel616politics at gmail.com. And, of course, follow us on Twitter at 616politics. And today we got retweeted by Steve. Um, oh, man. Yeah, Wacker. What's his name? Is it Steve? Yeah. Yeah. Steve Wacker and uh, pick up a couple fans. Um, Jen Capelli is a is a huge fan on the Twitters. So uh, over to you, Chet. Yeah. You can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can uh, look us up on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Marvel Six One Six Politics. Are you doing an accent? No. Oh, okay. I thought you were. I, I, okay. Uh, hello. It sounded Hispanic. I don't know what to tell you. You can look us up on the Facebook. What in the world? Do I interrupt you when you're giving contact info? No, no, I no. no. You do a good job. <laughs> I do fantastic. <laughs> That's wonderful. <laughs> yeah, Facebook.com/slash/Marvel616Politics. Give us a call at six one six seven five five Tina. And hit us up on our website at marvel616politics.com. Well, now that that's out of the way, what have you been up to? You helped me a lot today. Because my computer decided to get a virus and not work. So, that's what I've been up to most of the day. And Andy the man has come in and saved the day. But it broke again. So, Andy's got a plan. He's going to help me out. So, that's... But that's basically been what I've been doing most of my day. You know what? That is, the, that is the most frustrating thing when you're trying to do something. Because I just had a hard drive that crashed. Like a whole terabyte of information. I saw you post that. Yeah. Yeah. So, luckily I got it all back. And now it's backed up in three places. Yay! <laughs> well, it, it wouldn't be... I mean, if we just used our computer casually, it wouldn't be a big deal, but... Since it's basically like our, like you know the lifeblood of our business, I'm on it from when I wake up until I go to bed. It's just it kind of runs our life, so it kind of screws everything up. So we're gonna get it taken care of, though. Yeah. How? I mean, do you have a plan or? Um, I, I mean, that stuff that you texted me about okay. about coming up with administrator profile and all that good stuff. Uh, I mean, I'll lose a couple things, but nothing too major. Nothing I probably can't retrieve. Okay, well, ask me before you do anything because there may be ways. I, I just didn't have time, you know. And if you, if if it comes down to if you have to mail that to me, I can work on it and mail it back to you. Oh, it, I don't. I can't live without my computer. Well, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, maybe if you could em, if you could mail me one to use, and then when I have that one, I can mail this to you. Are you Are you serious? No. Well, I mean, unless you got like seven sitting around. I do have an extra one, but it, it's not running Windows. It's running Ubuntu. <laughs> Let's watch the language, okay? This is a <laughs> friendly show. I got two of them that are basically internet machines, and they're running Ubuntu. What is that? 
It's an operating. It's a Linux-based operating system. Oh, uh, I don't know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different operating system. You got Mac OS, and then you have Windows, and then this one is an open source, which means anybody can work on it. It's free. Well, now, now, Andy. Yeah. How did you learn about all this computer stuff? Um, just in college. I don't know. Was that that wasn't your major? Uh, no, it wasn't. So, how'd you do that? You well, I mean, it just gets to the point where you're like, I wonder if I can do this, and what's the easiest way to do this? And then you research it, and then you say, I don't know that word. Then you research that, and then you find out, oh, you can you can use your machine to do this. Who knew? So that kind of stuff. Gotcha. You know, it's whatever. I always just had friends like you. Like, hey, what do I do? <laughs> just tell me what to do. I don't want to learn. <laughs> I was told I was telling Jackie the other day, I was like, Look, you're gonna need to install the printer driver on this new laptop. She was like, Right. How would I do that? <laughs> I was like, You just you just Google the printer, make a model number, and you Google driver and it it'll take you, you know, just go to the Canon website and uh, you know, install the driver. She's like, I have literally no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> and I'm like, right. Here, I'll download it, you install it. And she's like, I don't think I can do that. And I was like, you just click next, 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 and it's done. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> she, poor girl. I, I spoil her, so she doesn't even have to worry about those things. Yeah, no, that's cool. That's yeah. cool. Well, what are you guys doing for Christmas? Oh, we're heading over to uh, Texas to go visit Nick and Elena because Nick is back from um, Iraq. Who's that? Nick is Miss Jacqueline's bro. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we're getting together with the fam over there, her side oh. of the family. Yep, yep. Welcome, welcome back. He's still alive, so that's cool. Amen. Yep. Does he have to go back? Um, he doesn't have to go back for this deployment, but he probably will have to go back eventually because he's a lifer. So, because he's a what? A lifer. He he's a career guy, so he's gonna stay in his full twenty, if not thirty okay. years. Yep. And then Jackie's other brother just got out of the army, and he's gonna be there too. So we're gonna see both of them. But he was in Kuwait, which was probably a nicer place than Iraq. Okay. Okay. What are you guys doing? Oh, we're just going to be here in Ohio. O-H-I-O. What? That's where we're going to be. I'm. That was... What was that? Oh, well, that's for OSU. That's how we... That's our, our chant. Oh. Okay. You yeah. say O-H, and then everybody says I-O. That's, that's ridiculous. Well, it's a lot harder than L-O-U-I-S-I-A-N-A. <laughs> difficult right i don't even know what we do here i i, I don't know I, i'm not a big lsu somebody asked me no the the, the ex-president of this company right or the former president uh-huh. of the company he says oh are you an lsu fan and i was like i really had to rack my brain i was like a fan of what like the education like their sports teams like a, a fan of the campus like why would i be a fan of this place that i've never you know been to like and i was like no not really 
And then he was like, oh, well, do you keep up with football at all? So, like, he's equating being a fan of a school with with football. Is that normal? What does being a fan of a school have to do with football? I guess it's just assumed, you know. <laughs> well, if you if you like a school, you must love the football team, and you must sell out and watch the game every weekend and, and paint your chest with the colors. Now, do you do? Are you a fan of OSU? Not really. Are you? But, I mean, that's who most people around here like, so that's who I would cheer for, I guess. Why? Why? What's your What's your loyalty to them? Well, it's just my state, Ohio. That's not your. I mean, what? Because your taxes go to that school? Because I'm what? You just cut out. Because your taxes go to that school? Oh, probably. I guess. I mean, the whole sports thing, I think, is kind of silly in the first place. Like yeah. people will live, work, you know, they'll they'll live their whole week from Monday to Friday, anticipating this game on on Saturday and Sunday. They'll watch the game, and then the next week from Monday to Wednesday, they talk about what they did wrong, and then from Thursday to Saturday, they talk about how they're going to win the next game. Like that's people's lives. I hate that. I hate that. I despise it. I think it's the stupidest thing. And then they, but that's okay for to be sold out for something like that. But if you're like really – this is my soapbox if you can't tell. But you're like really if, – if you know somebody that's really excited about, oh, Wednesday, you know, the new Spider-Man comic coming out. They're like, you're weird. No, dude. You're weird because you like – you flip out over a game where somebody just throws a ball down the field and then they throw it at the grass and, and get some points and make millions of dollars. And you're flipping out about that. I, You brought a tear to my eye. I got to say, this is this is one point of which we agree. I do not understand the obsession with this game of people that are younger than you. I can't root for, like, you know, these college kids. Like, what? Because they have talent and skill and something that I really don't care about? Like, I, I just don't get it. I don't get football. You know, what is the point? And, and, and what you're saying... When you say, oh, man, check it. Like, people go to church with their Saints jerseys on on Saturday or Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. If I went, I wish I had a T-shirt for everything that was going on in the Marvel Universe that week. Because then I would be like, <laughs> oh, I see you're wearing your Civil War shirt. Yeah, got to support the team. You know, go cap. You know, like, that's what I want to do. But Miss Jacqueline would have a fit. Well, I think it's, to me, and I agree with everything you said. But part of it to me is is there's a sadness to a degree is because people are enveloping their whole life around someone else's dream. You know, it's it's that person on the football field. It's their dream to be a great football player and to win the game. And instead of people having their own dreams and, and trying to live out those dreams, they're just living their life through somebody else on a field, you know? Yeah. I do. I enjoy going to a hockey game. I love going to hockey games and watching them. I'll go to a soccer game and watch it. But it's not my dream to watch somebody else live out their dream. <laughs> no, I think that's a good point. That's a good point. But but where does that compare with comics? Well, I love my com- I, my part of my dream is having a big a really cool comic book room. And you know, that's mine. So I invest in making a nice comic book room for myself. You know, my dream is that I don't have to, to ever work again, that Jennifer doesn't have to work again. Um, you know, our dream is to have kids and, and to to do a million different things in life as opposed to going and and living our lives and fulfilling ourselves through other people's dreams. I think that's very good. That's what I would do. You can't. That's mine. Hey, all right. 
Let me ask you this. Did you read this JMS, J. Michael Straczynski versus uh, Wacker thing? Yeah, as soon as I finished reading it, that's when the virus hit. Yeah, well, things went downhill, too. I read that, and I was like, oh, Jackie, this is bad. So do you, do you want to explain what happened or no? Well, I mean, JMS just put up a, uh, a little picture, a little graph that charted the some some random issues of Amazing Spider-Man that have been published since he left the title and how the sales were up and they went down they had a little spike and then they went back down again and just and then the little comment he said at the end of the the graphic was Spider-Man sales since I've been gone just saying which was kind of a jerk face thing to do okay now why was it a jerk face thing that's not why why you know you know those people that are on that team the Spider-Man team, there's ho- so many different circumstances from when you were on to what's going on now in the market with the economy, with who's even running Marvel, uh, with status quo, with so many things. And you're basically just saying it was really good when I was there. Now the people that are there made it suck. That's So that's what you got out of it. Yeah. I thought it was sad because I really, I really like JMS a lot. And I just thought that was a jerk face thing to do. Yeah, see, I'm going to have to go ahead and agree with you. And he, all, his contention is, you know, well, all I did was post it. It still existed, you know, regardless of me. But I posted something that already existed. And if you have a problem with it, you need to go take it up with, um, you know, if the numbers aren't accurate, take it up with the person that made it. And if, uh, you know, if they are accurate, but you don't want the information out there, then, you know, take it up with the person that made it. And he said, all I did was post it. Now, I can see where he's coming from because that's why I totally deleted all my friends from Facebook. And look, the only people that are my friends on Facebook are our listeners, uh, everybody who I've met through comicbooked.com, and you. I don't know anybody else. I haven't met anyone face to face who is a friend of mine on Facebook except for you. And I'm up to like 1,700 friends or whatever. But that is why I did that, because I would post something that I thought was interesting, and people were like, I can't believe you posted that. Oh, you agree with that? And I was like, no, I I don't necessarily agree. I just thought it was interesting. I wanted to know what you thought, you know? Mm -hmm. And so they start personally attacking you. Now, see, I can see that point of view, but he put some commentary on there that, yeah, that definitely stuck it to the the current writing team you know now if the if the numbers had gone up and he said just saying then that would kind of be a nod to them that i would take that as a you know a compliment to them but that was just the first part the second part (laughs) wacker who is the current editor of the spider-man titles and i believe he was the editor through all through uh brand new day right i believe so okay so he got personally offended and he was sticking up for his team by saying, hey, this is a real jerk face thing to say. Uh, what are you doing? Why in the world would you do this? And then all of a sudden, you know, JMS comes back and he says, well, I don't see what the big deal is. I just did the numbers. Are you refuting the numbers or not? And he used, because he's a writer, he used a lot of big words and everything. And, <laughs> you know, Wacker clearly was, you know, livid and probably not thinking straight clearly as much as he should have but um you know and then mark wade jumped in did you see that yes and mark wade just called it like it was i think 
you know what else? He really, oh man, when I read that last sentence that Mark Wade posted, uh, that really was like the knife turning. And I, I couldn't believe that he had said that. Did you read what he said about taking a walk? Uh, I don't remember off the top of my head. Okay, the last thing he said was basically, I'm so angry, I think I need to take a walk. A long walk. A long, pointless walk that I may not even finish. And do you know what that's in reference to? No. Okay, J. Michael Straczynski, after he left Spider-Man, he jumped over to Superman. And Superman had this um, this story arc called Grounded. And it was after um, whatever they had, the 52, I don't I don't countdown or 52 whatever whatever where batman died um they had this huge thing and superman came back and he wanted to be among the people so he was walking across the country and it was his adventures uh, across that it was very uh, the fans did not really like it at all it didn't have any point jms was pulled off of it halfway because he was working on superman earth one or whatever that graphic novel was called and uh, coming back to it, and, you know, he was on Wonder Woman and Superman at the same time, and just absolutely, people just hated his run on it. And the mm-hmm. arc was called Grounded, and uh, so he never finished. You know, so a- another writer jumped aboard and said, "Okay, I'll try to clean up this mess." <laughs> so, like Mark Wade, like as soon as he wrote that, I was like, "Oh, holy cow!" Oh, <laughs> like these people, these are they're saying things that they're never gonna want to work together ever. You yeah. know? Yeah. And poor Dan Slott's caught in the middle. Like, I'm sure Dan was hurt by what JMS said. I'm sure. But didn't he send him a note, though? I'm sure. Yeah, he did. And he sent him a note. Uh, Dan Slott sent him a private note, not on a public message board or like Facebook. And uh, he said, look, do you have a do you personally have a problem with, you know, the current team on Spider-Man? Do we need to work something out? Which, you know what? He sounds the most level-headed of the bunch and yeah. uh jms said no i was just pointing out what the sales were because there was a lot of talk and i thought it was interesting and so dan slot in a very mature way let it go you know he was like okay that's cool you know we're good and then on the public side dan slot said okay hugs for everyone hugs and that was it but he backed out wisely because he it wasn't going well. So yeah. he's trying to be the peacemaker between his editor and his creative team that he's kind of heading up over there. And J. Michael Straczynski, who has been on the book, you know, he was on the book for eight years or whatever. And, uh, you know, there's just so much bad blood there because what um, Joe Casada made him do, he made him write stuff that he didn't agree with, the Gwen Stacy thing, and, um, you know, one more day. And, you know, it's just a sad thing when these people go after each other. I mean, what's your take on it? Was anybody in the right and anybody in the wrong? Or I think Dan Slott, I just got mad props for him, you know. He was an adult about the whole thing. Sent a note, and he was done, you know, and he was all done privately, too. Yeah. We don't know what the note said. We don't know any of that stuff. He just, he acted like a big boy, you know. And the others, unfortunately, didn't. Uh... You know, the only thing I hope that comes out of this is some uh, higher numbers for Spider-Man title and that it generates some publicity and the numbers go up. That, that's the only good thing that could come of it. It's, yeah. just, it's silly, you know. This isn't Hollywood. This isn't e-news. This is, a, this is an industry where if a, if a book sells over 100,000 copies, 
you know, we need to have a parade in the streets. You know, this isn't an industry where where we got room to deal with this kind of stuff. Just focus on writing some good stuff and not stabbing each other in the back. Yeah, I, I would have to say that I agree with you. You got to be on the same team here. No, I mean we've seen this before with, um, you know, Morrison and Alan, Alan Moore constantly at each other's throats, and Alan Moore yeah. and uh, you know Frank Miller, they don't like each other. Um, the last time we saw this from Marvel was Jason Aaron about a year ago. He was speaking out against Alan Moore, right? Right. But but this hit me as a little bit different because it was. It was Marvel versus Marvel, and, and that really that got to me. Is JMS writing anything for Marvel right now? Uh, uh, no, he's not. Not currently. So it's not Marvel versus Marvel then. Right, but right. there's a history there. I mean, yeah. Alan, Alan Moore never wrote for Marvel, Marvel and I don't think, I don't, did he? I, uh, I don't want to say because I don't, I don't believe he did. All right, well, uh, let's move on. Um did you want to talk about X-Men vs. Avengers? That's been announced. What do you think about that? Yeah, I'm jacked. I'm pumped. I'm excited. It's going to be awesome. All right, what do you think? That, what's the premise? What's going on with it? The Phoenix is coming back, as seen in the point one issue. And she's the Phoenix is coming back for a new host. And there's a little girl on Earth that has red hair and green eyes, similar to the last host for the Phoenix. And uh, I know it has to do with the Avengers Cru- Children's Crusade kind of wrapping up. It's going to have Scarlet Witch and Hope in it. Uh, it's going to kind of kick off with Cable coming back to battle the Avengers. Uh, and it's going to pit the teams up against each other. But the problem is, you know, we've got three different X- three X-Men characters that are both Avengers and X-Men. We've got the X-Men split up and not really talking right now. And everybody who's in the Avengers right now kind of touches the rest of the marvel universe so even though it's billed as x-men versus avengers it's gonna kind of be everybody you know yeah i am i am fairly interested in this and a lot of people are saying you know we've seen this before and you know with blood ties and then uh, i think uh, jason pointed out on the facebook page there's like three or four other times that they've tied up and in, in story arcs but with with Wanda coming back and the Phoenix coming back, you're talking about the two two of the the heaviest hitters in the Marvel U. But see, what's interesting is both of those are mutants, right? I mean, the Phoenix Force isn't a mutant, but Wanda's a mutant, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, I don't think the Avengers can really stand up to them, but I know it has a lot to do with I know it has a lot to do with the Scarlet Witch getting her powers back. Do you think that more mutants are going to come out of this? I mean, do we have predictions? Well, I predict that the Avengers are going to win. And the, how in, so? all the, in all the interviews, they've said there is going to be one clear winner and one clear loser. Oh, I have not read that. Yeah, yeah. On the uh, the live blog they did, and then there was a another interview on comic book uh, resources where they said, yep, there's going to be a clear winner and a clear loser. And I think it's going to be the Avengers uh, based just on the fact that they've got this little movie coming out this summer. And, uh, you know, they've got to have the Avengers win. Oh, you think the Avengers are going to win? I thought you said they're going to lose. No, I think the Avengers are going to win. But I think they've been winning for quite some time now. Don't you think that the X-Men have been losing for a while now? And that with they- this... 
think the tides will turn a little bit? Yeah, but I mean, this starts coming out in March, right? Yeah, March, April, May, though. All right, so and it's twelve issues. It's it's twelve issues, right? Right. Bi monthly. I mean, bi weekly. Bi weekly, right? So it will finish up in May when the Avengers movie is out there. I just don't see the X Men losing and and that all that exposure of these losers being the Avengers. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. You said twelve issues or six issues? It's twelve issues. Twelve issues bi weekly is six months. You're right. Never mind. Okay. But I still think the Avengers are gonna win. Okay, all right. Well, see, I kind of think that the the X Men are gonna win. Well, I hope the X Men would win. I I mean, I think they're. I don't know though. I don't know. There's so many quandaries to this, you know? Yeah. Because yeah. it's like, who is Wolverine? Is Wolverine gonna fight the X Men? Is he gonna fight the Avengers? What about Storm? What about Beast? What are they gonna do? You know, I, I are the are Wolverine's team and Cyclops's teams going to team up together? Are they not? What about the Avengers? There are three, four different Avengers teams. Are they going to team up? It's, it's, and then you know we know that the Fantastic Four are going to be around. I wouldn't be surprised if the Hulk shows up. You know, hmm. it's, I, I, that's why I'm just really excited about it. You know, I now I, I got excited about Secret Invasion was let down, but it's a really good idea. I think if they ex- they could really execute it very well. I'd be interested to see if any uh, new mutants come out of this. I mean, with Wanda coming back and given she gave her powers to uh, Richter, or she gave Richter back his powers, and she was gonna restore, you know, all of mutant kind's powers. Um, do you think we're gonna see any of that, or you think we're gonna stay with the, you know, the two hundred, the the one ninety eight? Well, I think I think when when did House of M happen? Oh like, man, it was like two thousand three, right? Yeah, so almost ten years ago. You know, so they, the, I think the X-Men have had their time where, yeah, there have been no more New Mutants, just these five. I think this is going to kind of culminate in uh, seeing some more mutants being born. Uh, it was a good era for a while, you know. We we did our whole thing when we had secondary mutations, and that was really cool for a while. And then we had our time when, the, yeah, there's no more mutants. That's cool for a while. But I think we got to get back in the story. Be, it's kind of limiting uh, mutant adversaries, you know. It is limiting mutant adversaries. You're right about that. But I hated the fact that there were like six, 16 million. I think it was six, how many people died in Genosha? 16 yeah, million. 16 million. That's that's a ton, man. That's way yeah, too many. And when it when Joe Casada decided, yeah, that needs to stop, he did it because of that. Because it was ridiculous. Mutants used to be a minority, but when there are 16 million on just one island, not counting the rest of the world not really a minority you know right did i ever tell you i went to the uh, the the lcs at um right outside the base in wichita falls shepherd air force base and this guy is like he moves the most amount he's like one of the the top uh resellers retailers um for marvel in the nation and it's a small shop i mean he just had a fire so i don't know i mean he was he was kind of redoing it but he told me he was like dude i got an in with marvel and basically bendis went to them and said if you give me the helm for 10 years i will fix this problem and 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 give you a clean slate and here's my plan to do it and they said yeah let's go and <laughs> so and that was that was the first thing he did was get rid of all the mutants it was the first what? That was the first thing they did. He got rid of all the mutants. Gotcha. 
So, I mean, do do you believe any of that? Is it possible? Well, let's. Where is the Marvel universe right now? Well, I know, but this was after. This was after, uh, you know, House of M. The guy was telling me after House of M, and he was saying, "Oh, Bendis has a has a bunch more planned," which well, he, uh, is true. But yeah, look where the Marvel universe is to compared to ten years ago. Do you think it's in a better place or a worse place? Well, I think it's in a. I think it's more interesting now than it was ten years ago. In what uh, that'd be what two thousand one. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's much more interesting now. Yeah, uh, I would have to agree. But you got to look, yeah, all the characters are have been kind of boiled down. You know, the X-Men are, they're kind of by themselves now because they have split up. Um, so they're more, and, and they were loners. They headed out to San Francisco all by themselves, headed to an island. They're back on the run again, basically. Yeah, the, the Hulk is back to just kind of wandering around. Daredevil got got revamped, refreshed, back at number one, easy to jump onto, you know his character. Uh, the Avengers are are who they used to be at Marvel. You know they're the number one team now. The X Men aren't. Spider Man got boiled down to his basics. Uh, the Fantastic Four they got a bunch of crap cleaned out there. Uh, I don't think they're necessarily quite done yet, but I mean, if if the proof's kind of in the pudding, I guess. Yeah, I would think so. All right, yes, all right. I really like some pudding. <laughs> What'd you say? I'd really go for some pudding right now. Oh, put, oh pudding skin singles. Mm. Wait, what? Pudding skin singles? Yeah, you know when you cook pudding? Not not instant pudding, but when you really make pudding, they get that skin on the top? Oh, I don't think I've ever done that. No, well, it's, it, was in, uh, it was in Seinfeld. There was an episode where George was making pudding skin singles, like the, you know, craft singles. Okay. And he was... Jerry was going on a diet, and then George kept feeding him these pudding skin singles. No? <laughs> no. Uh-uh. <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, cool. Let's. Uh, you want to move on to uh, our State of the Union? Something new we're going to try here? There we go. All right, let's do it. The State of Our Union. Okay, for this episode, State of the Union, uh, we kind of had a little monkey wrench thrown in it um, because of the the computer virus that both of us were kind of working on at the same time. Um, That's my excuse for not having all mine finished. (laughs) But um, (laughs) we are going to go through almost every title that was released in November and give you, the listeners, an update on what's going on with these titles and why they are pertinent. And we're going to see how many we can do because there is a ton of them. Um, so let's just go right down the list. Um, you you ready to start? You good to go? Yeah. We'll see what we can do. Okay. Um, Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, the end of Spider-Island. Uh, and now the new story arc is that the vulture, Adrian Toomes, has recruited new lackeys and uh, given them the power of flight. And so uh, Spider-Man has to deal with that, but he also has to deal with his girlfriend, his ex-girlfriend, Carly, knowing who uh, he is and his uh, secret identity. Um, next, Avengers 1959. I have to say, I'm not reading this. Uh, I don't like, what's the guy's name? Chaken? Chaken? Ch- 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 
<laughs> so yes, Howard Taken. Yes, um, I was very sad when he he was doing some of the art in the Avengers proper title, and so when they did the spinoff, I was like, absolutely not. So I have not been reading this. Uh, Avengers Academy, what you got? Nothing. Have you been reading it? No. Okay, I have not either. Um, Avengers Origins, that's just kind of a retelling of all... No, the... I got that one. Oh, got... okay, go for it. The Origin of Ant-Man and Wasp. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Go for it. No, that was it. Oh, that was... <laughs> okay. That's what happens in that issue. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well done. <laughs> okay, Fear Itself, number 7.1. Bucky's back. Well, he never actually died, right? Nope. Oh, that's that's a shame. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fear itself, fear the fearless in general. The fearless is about. Let's see what we've got here. Valkyrie endeavors to gather up all the Asgardian weapon, weapons left from Fear itself, and I think I'm a couple issues behind, uh, but I think um, Sin, the Red Skull's daughter, is trying to go after him also, and uh, there's kind of a bunch of groups going after him. So all in all. I hated Fear Itself, so yeah. why read this? I don't know. Here's a title about a character nobody likes anyways collecting a bunch of hammers. Well, sign me up! <laughs> Absolutely! God. It's one step below Sif, if you ask me. <laughs> Alright, uh, Hulk. You doing Hulk? Nope. Okay. <laughs> I'm not reading Hulk either because I cannot get into Jeff Parker's stuff. It's sad. Um, and I heard he might be jumping on to Avengers. How un- how unfortunate is that? Mm. Uh, I'm going to have to force myself. Maybe JMS will get on. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Steve Wacker will be his editor. <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. Okay, Moon Knight. <laughs> uh, are you reading this? Nope. Dude, this is a fun read. Okay, Moon Knight and Echo find out that Count Nefaria is becoming the new kingpin of the West Coast. He is trying to gather as much Ultron tech as possible. And actually, there's a little bit of love interest between Moon Knight and Echo. And uh, with him, with his multiple personality disorder, he's basically Moon Knight, and he's got Spider-Man and Cap and Wolverine talking to him the entire issue. And uh, Echo's like... I'm crazy because this guy's a nut, but I'm falling for him. It's pretty good. It's a pretty good title. I like it. It reminds me of the um, a little bit more lighthearted uh, Daredevil run by uh, Bendis and Malief. You should check it out. Yeah, you know that's not gonna happen. Well, you say if I recommend it, you'll check it out. Yeah, but there's a there's a line I've got. But it, and because I don't of like Mal- Moon Knight. I've never liked Moon Knight. Because of Malief or. It just does. It just has never appealed to me. That's even when I was little, I was like, "What? Who cares about this guy?" Oh, he's a, he's awesome, man. How can you not like him? Now they're gonna cancel his title. No, they are not, because it's Bendis's oh, yeah. title. Oh, it'll be canceled. It will not be canceled. Wait till we get to predictions. Oh, d- oh, dude, I forgot my. You did them? Heck yeah. Oh crap! I didn't do any. Okay, all right. Oh. <laughs> I totally forgot. I totally forgot about our prediction segment. Oh man! I was hoping if I didn't bring it up, we wouldn't do it. Okay. <laughs> New mutants. What's going on with them? I don't know. No, what? I told you I did not have time to come up with all my summaries. No, I know, I know, but I thought you were reading this book. No, I haven't. I haven't really read it since Necrotia. 
Oh, well, that makes sense. Okay, with New Mutants, let's see if I can remember what's going on. Um, they stayed with Scott on Scott's team, but they are moving into town, and so they're they're kind of uh, X Man is with them, Doug Ramsey, Warlock, Danny Moonstar or Moonstone Moonstar, Moonstar. right? Star. Okay, Moonstar is heading up the team. Cannonball is no longer on the team. And so they're in town and they're away from Utopia. And X-Man is, they're trying to kind of acclimate him to be a, a real person instead of whatever he is. I don't, I don't really know. But he doesn't get what's going on. Um, Thor Deviant Saga, this is kind of a, a throwback. I'm not reading it. You know, it's just talking about the history of the Deviants as far as I can tell. I don't know. Uncanny, what's going on? Uh, Cyclops' new team on Utopia, their first major threat is Mr. Sinister. He has uh, uh, used the technology of the Celestials, and the X-Men got to stop him. Do we know what he's trying to do yet? Well, we find out in the second issue that he's turning people into... He's turning the world into little Mr. Sinister. Oh, but can you... I mean, he's so cute. Can you blame him? Uh, I like the scary Mr. Sinister, not the cute little victorian sinister so you like the 90s cartoon sinister oh yeah so he's like with the, like the crew cut and the pointed teeth and everything oh yeah and the belt that zaps away the mutant powers on the savage land oh right yeah that too actually you know what he did look pretty cool then um but i have to say he's kind of he's he's kind of cool this way i like the colors on that book who's doing the colors on that you know mm, i think that would be your mom Okay, that's not true. All right, <laughs> Villains for Hire, point one. Um, this is obviously a takeoff of uh, Heroes for Hire, which I think is probably going to get canceled. Um, Kilgrave, who is the Purple Man, starts his own for hire enterprise to organize against the street-level heroes. Uh, but Misty Knight still has a few tricks up her sleeve and kind of um, takes, you know, blindsides Kilgrave with his stuff. Let's see. Okay. X-23. X-23 currently is on a babysitting gig at the Baxter building. She is babysitting Franklin and Valeria. Uh, but mayhem ensues when they get teleported to alternate di- dimensions. And uh, there's a little bit of love interest stuff going on with Hellion there. And actually, Hellion starts to talk about this underpinning that we've seen with Gambit and X-23 and how it's pretty creepy that Gambit keeps (laughs) hanging out with her, which I would tend to agree. It's also kind of creepy that uh, Mr. Fantastic and Invisible Woman thought it was a good idea for this this, uh, blood-curdling murderer to watch their kids. (laughs) Well... You know that title. You can argue your way out of that. That title's getting canceled. So like, oh, you you know, it's like having a child molester come and watch your kids. It's okay. No, it's not. You just think she would go off and kill the kids? And based on her, no, I'm just saying based on her character, there I would you know trust the homeless guy on the corner before X23. What could happen? Yeah, mayhem ensues. You said it yourself. <laughs> oh, you're right. You're right. <laughs> okay, uh, X-Men, adjectiveless. X-Men 20. Cyclops' team. Cyclops' like, street team. Team up with War Machine to infiltrate the Sentinels. You know what? I thought this was interesting because it was not a direct tie-in. It wasn't marketed as a tie-in to Secret Avengers, but it did. It tied into Secret Avengers. 19. It had the 
the Secret Avengers team was posted in the same country that that uh, the X Men were going over. Do you know that? Did no, I did not. <clears throat> well, that's a fact. And actually, well, Secret awesome. Avengers nineteen was pretty good, so you should take a read on that one. I'm actually trying to get caught up on some of my Avengers stuff. I just read New Avengers up to from one to the last issue this week. Oh, New Avengers it's been it's been pretty good. Um, Avengers has been okay. Secret Avengers not so much, but 19 was good. And then what was the other one we liked? 15 or something? Oh, uh, the one with Black Widow. Yes. Okay, Avengers Origins Vision. We already covered what the origins were, but feel free. Jared. The origin of Vision. <laughs> well done. All right, Avenging Spider-Man. Spider-Man and the Red Hulk team up to Rulk. fight. What? Rulk. Rulk. Team <laughs> up to fight subterranean monsters that have defeated the Mole Man. Now, this book, though, is the new Marvel team up, right? Basically, yeah. And Joe Mad is on art. And at, yeah, I'm digging the art. I really do like the art. Nothing. You don't. You... Oh, oh yes. Joe Mad is one of my top five favorite artists of all time. But I think he needs a different inker for this because it's it's too sketchy for me. Oh, really? Because I like that look. If it was a sketch, I'd be good. But when him and Tim Townsend were on Uncanny, oh man. And then when he he did Battle Chasers. Tim Townsend should be the only one allowed to to do inks for Joe Matt. You know, I feel the same way. Townsend should be doing Campbell's inks. Campbell? Yeah. Who's that? What's his name? J. Scott Campbell? Oh, okay. I was like, I don't know who Campbell is. Isn't that his name? Yeah, yeah. He did the early, uh, he did the early um, volume two Amazing Spider-Man issues. Yeah. Covers. Yeah. He did the covers. Um, all right, where are we at? Battle Scars. Okay, I read this one a while ago. It It's it's about a sergeant. It, it's basically, oh, no, we got to find this sergeant who's gone rogue because he's the key to everything from fear itself, and we've never heard of this guy before. Ah. Yeah. Did you read it? I did. I have no idea what this has to do with anything. It's so, like, just artificial and contrived. Oh, they said you have to because he's going to be a huge player in the Marvel Universe. Right, I know. And it just doesn't make sense. Like, why would you do that, right? I agree. All right. Um, Black Panther, the most dangerous man alive. Um, We just finished, you know, we're coming out of fear itself, and we just finished the whole um, uh, whatever the racist guy's name was. It's, it's, It's an okay book, but... You know, I don't see... I mean, it just got canceled, so why stick with it, right? Yeah. All right. Fear Itself, 7.2. Uh, I don't know. I, I read that, but I forget what happened. Wasn't that about Thor? It was about Thor. And the new Thor, wasn't it? The new guy that's going to be Thor? Yeah. Well, we'll save that when we do Thor. All right. Um, Ghost Rider. We are still being introduced to the new female Ghost Rider, which I think her name is Alexandra. I don't really care. She finished in her intro adventure of uh, bucking the system and getting rid of the guy called Adam, who actually was Adam, the first man. Uh, and he was the guy that picked her. And now she's on her way adventuring, figuring out how to try to use the Spirit of Vengeance responsibly. 
Any cool. questions? Any questions on that? Yeah, I I don't see that title. Did that that title got canceled, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Yeah. yeah. Um, Journey into Mystery. Um, this is Kieran Gillen's other book. It's it's well written. I just the subject matter, you know, it's pretty much Loki's book, and now he's dealing with a lot of repercussions of things he did during Fear itself to try to help out Thor behind the scenes. Um, and I think this tie-in issue is basically he's trying to understand why he's the only one that can remember Thor and the rest of the world does not. Are you aware of this? No. Okay, well, we'll get further into that in a little bit. All right, Magneto, not a hero. Magneto is framed for a murder, or is he? Did you read this? Yes. Joseph is back. I thought that this was a fantastic read. I loved it. The art was great. The story was awesome. The guests, the guest appearances, and Joseph is back. Okay, who's Joseph? Joseph is the clone of Magneto back from the '90s X-Men titles. Where did he come from? He I'm was. So, I'm sorry. Was, Where did he come from? Sorry, I'm boring you. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he was cloned in South America and made his trek up to America and joined the X-Men. Actually, hmm. he sacrificed himself in a. In a pitched battle with Magneto when the United Nations came and gave Magneto sovereignty of Genosha. Oh. Oh. Well, I'm digging this. And I thought that this was the some of the best art I've seen in a long time. It was really good. It, it reminded me a lot of La Roca, Sal La Roca. Yeah, you know, I kind of got that feel too. All right, New Avengers. Uh, Norman Osborn assembles his Dark Avengers team, his new Dark Avengers team. Yeah, this should be a pretty interesting read. Are you on board with this like year-long adventure about Osborn? Well, I loved Dark Reign. I think that was one of the best things Marvel did for a, in a long time. Dark Reign or Dark Avengers? Dark Reign with Dark Avengers. Okay. I mean, I, I really like Tamar being in charge of stuff. With, that included the Dark Avengers and all that good stuff. So... We'll see, because sometimes you just want to leave good good enough alone, you know? Yeah. So we'll see. I think, what about you? Uh, I'm really interested. I, I'm totally on board with Bendis' new Avengers title. I think that that's good. Um, the problem with the these is that Bendis is really good at downtime and conversation, and then when you get a ton of characters together... Um, you can do conversation really well, but nothing happens in the book, mm-hmm. which I'm fine with because the Avengers go from thing to thing to thing to thing, and you know we never see any backlash or anything. So I'm kind of thinking that this new Avengers title is where you're going to see some of that, um, and the Avengers proper title is where you're going to see the main events. So I, it should be all right. I'm on board with new Avengers. Um, I just hope that Osborn's return... And Dark Avengers Return is as good as the first time around. I'm kind of skeptical. Yeah, that's what that's kind of what I was getting at. Is it was so good, you know? Maybe we need to. You, it's one of those things you want to revisit it, but oh, it was so good. Just maybe we should leave it alone. Right, 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 right. Um, let's see. Point one. Uh, this issue. This was kind of an intro of what we're going to see in 2012. We got the Age of Apocalypse. Are you going to be reading that title? Uh, I'll read it only because I'm an X fan, but I won't like it. Yeah, but like all those people were humans, right? Who? Did you read? Oh, that? oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, I lost you for a second. Yeah, 
Okay, but all those people were humans. Is that really what the Age of Apocalypse is like, where mutants rule everything? Yeah, dude. Yeah, but Donald Pierce was already in Age of Apocalypse, and he was a cyborg, so that kind of is a, that's kind of a big retcon for him to now be not anymore, you know? Ah, yes. All right, well, we got the Ultron Wars coming up, yeah. uh, which it looked like it was set in the future because Wolverine and Peter were older, right? Yeah. So that was weird. And then uh, Return of the Phoenix, which Ed McGinnis on that was not uh, not my favorite, and that's a Jeff Loeb thing, so I wasn't down with that. Oh, and then we also got um, Scarlet Spider coming back, which I'm kind of excited about that. Are you kind of? Yeah. I knew you would be. I am. I am. I'm not thrilled with Kane taking the mantle, but I'm interested to see what kind of stories. And Yost writes it? I mean, that's going to be great. Yeah. Chris Yost could, you know. Write the phone book, and I'd probably want to read it. He does such a good job, man. He did, yeah. he did a, a really good job on the uh, the the Spider-Man tie-in. Uh, what, what tie-in was that? For was it Fear itself, Spider-Man? Yeah, it was. He did a good job. That was probably the highlight of Fear itself. Yeah, I think it'd be kind of be cool if like Yost was given the reign that Bendis has been given. I would agree. I would read that. I'd be super excited. But for some reason, he seems like a second tier guy. Why is well, he? I know that he's done a lot with the in the animation field, so he right. hasn't been able to do so much in the comic books. Right, but I mean, you would think they would give him an architect credit. Hmm. Yeah. Good point. So, okay, X Force, Uncanny X Force. Uh, this one was just kind of like a battle. With uh, I mean, the team is still battling uh, Dark Archangel as he uh, he battled some some people that came back from Age of Apocalypse uh, before he ascends to the new apocalypse. Well, didn't we finish the Dark Angel saga or no? No, the next issue is going to be polybagged. Is it really? Wow, yes. I didn't know that. Because Archangel's gonna die. He's not gonna die. He's gonna die. He's not gonna die. Well, if you would have done your predictions, you would have known he's going to die. Cried. <laughs> Hit me at my lowest point. All right. Wolverine, I'm really disappointed with this last story arc. Before Wolverine goes to the school, he needs to take care of his responsibilities in Chinatown uh, and also get his money back that was stolen. P.S. His, girl, <laughs> his girlfriend now works at the Daily Bugle in New York. Interesting. Yes. Yeah, so Jason Aaron's setting up there, and then uh, I think the next thing we see, I'm looking forward to next issue, which is Wolverine number twenty, where it's got him and Kingpin on the cover. So that should be pretty cool. Hmm. All right, X Men Legacy. I don't know. I didn't do it. Okay, X Men Legacy. Um, it's basically. Um. This is two fifty eight, not two fifty nine. No, no, no. We're, it's just the latest update on the these titles to keep, oh, oh, get our oh, fans okay. and listeners all. Oh, okay. Then the latest X Men Legacy two fifty nine would be that the team is has to make their decisions of whether they're going to be with Cyclops or Wolverine. But in the midst of their decisions, they find out that Ariel, the one of the lamest mutants ever, has not been killed. She's just trapped in a dimension, and their Rogue must free her. Yeah, who is that? I read that. I didn't know what was going on. She was a teleporter with pink hair that was killed during 
the X-Men versus Dark Avengers battle. Oh. She's made, like, very few appearances ever. So that's why it's like, who cares? Utopia X is what you're talking about? I think it was during that time. Wow. But even before then, she only had a couple of appearances. Uh, appearances. <laughs> appearances. She only had a couple of appearances. Yeah. She's a <laughs> dork. <laughs> She's a dork. But we got to save her right away because, you oh. know, the entire team was in space for how many years? <laughs> and we never went after him. Dude, I would love to see some fallout about Havoc coming back and being like, bro, what's up? Yeah, for real. <laughs> That's, uh, I don't get that. All right. Um, Avengers, go for it. Oh, Captain America unveils a new Avengers team to the public, and Norman Osborn crashes the party. You know what? I think I fell asleep reading this. I think I need to go back and read this. What? That's when Storm joined. I know, but I don't remember Osborn crashing the party. Right at the end. He crashes the news conference. See, I think I fell asleep. I'm going to have to do this. It really was kind of a bummer. It was like Bendis at his worst. You think so? Why? Well, because it's kind of like you said. There were so many characters. He got a little overwhelmed. Uh, so there wasn't really enough dialogue to see why these people were joining the Avengers. It was just kind of like, okay, I'll join the Avengers. I have nothing else to do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not what? busy this week. Yeah, who does that? <laughs> Um, all right, Origins, Luke Cage. This is actually one of the only Origins, I, Avengers Origins books I read. Oh, well, you can take that if you'd like. It is the origin of Luke Cage. There you go. All right. Yes, there, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. Captain America. I've been really liking this book. Um, an agent from way back when, Agent Bravo, has captured Cap and put him in Jimmy Jupiter's Nowhere World, which we don't really know exactly why yet or what the deal is with that. And uh, But that's kind of the charm of Brubaker and his mystery. But the art's been uh, solid, amazing, and um, he's been bringing back he's been bringing back some old villains. And, and Jimmy Jupiter was back Jimmy in... Jupiter. He was back in the 1940s, man. Yeah. Or, or 50s, I can't remember. I think I'm getting confused here. But um, I think he was back in Timely Comics, and he had, he he just recently made a new appearance. And Brew Baker really makes these stories really interesting. So, um, Deadpool, the latest with Deadpool is um, his his history of lost body parts have been knit together with his healing factor <laughs> to, be, to become an evil Deadpool. Well, a more evil Deadpool. That's kind of a fun read. Um, Deadpool Max is not a 616 title, so I don't care. I haven't yeah. seen that. Um, 7.3. Fear itself, 7.3. Talk to me. That's you, man. Okay, let's review again, Andy. Okay. Jared didn't have time <laughs> okay. to go through and uh, come All right, up with All right, this is the Iron issue Man stuff. issue, and I think... I, I, I could be getting confused between this and Iron Man, but I think somebody is trying to expose him that he was drunk while he was fighting in fear itself. Mm. And so that's that's bad for him and his company, Stark Resilient. But, you know, I, I really I could care less. Uh, <laughs> Generation Hope, anything on that one? Um, nope. 
basically it's what's going on is fallout from everybody deciding to stick with um, Scott. That's it. Um, Incredible Hulk. Anything? Nope. Okay. Um, Incredible Hulk. Banner is going ballistic, thinking he needs to recreate the Hulk because he he's figuring out he can't live with them live without him. Um, and they are uh, they are separated. The Hulk just pretty much said, "Banner, leave me alone," and somehow physically threw him out. How? Like yesterday's news? Like the trash? Taking out the trash. <laughs> so, um, as far as that goes, uh, this should be a pretty interesting read. It's Jason Aaron. Um, I think we're going to... The Hulk is enlisted to stop Banner. Uh, Legion of Monsters, I have not been reading. What? Yeah. Andy. I, I know it's tough to believe, but I haven't. Oh. I've been that's... meaning to pick it up, but not because I care, because I'm obsessive-compulsive. <laughs> um, Punisher. Um, after a hit, a Marine sergeant takes revenge that leads her on a trail to cross paths with Punisher, who happens to be on the same trail of revenge. And this is kind of cool because it kind of ties in very closely with um, the Spider-Man um, universe. They have Nora Winters and also I think Robbie Robertson shows up a couple times. Um, Venom. The latest with him, uh, in the wake of Spider Island, uh, Flash Thompson sets out to find who the Jack-O-Lantern is working for, while Cap, Captain America, tries to shut down the project and take away the symbiote. Wolverine, best there is, some wacko thing where Wolverine is in space and he's infected with some bugs eating him. <laughs> this is this title. I have read, I have read ten issues of this title. And it is pretty much just, let's see the most disgusting, disturbing things that we can do to Wolverine. Not mentally, not emotionally like Aaron is doing, but physically. You know, what kind of cancer sores can we give him? Bugs <laughs> eating them and everything. It's, it's t- I hope it gets canceled because it's just ridiculous. It's, it is. It stops next <laughs> issue is what I heard. Oh, good. Good, good, good. I have not heard that. So, so now the question is, do I read the next issue and complete it or do I just let it go? Well, you said you've only read 10 issues and it's up to issue 11. Right. So I have to read issue 11 and issue 12. Uh, gotcha. Right. Gotcha. Right. Okay. X factor. Um, this is a pretty interesting book. Um, we're, de- uh, let's see. Jamie Madrix just got stabbed by one of his evil dupes. Mm. So, um, Madrix prime just got stabbed uh, strong guy has been resurrected by Layla Miller and he has no soul and it's kind of the fallout from all those things. So it, you know what? Peter David has, he does a, he does a good job on this book. Yeah. Overall. Um, we talked about X-Men adjective lists, alpha flight have no idea. All I know is it's canceled and I'm celebrating, <laughs> um, annihilators, uh, Earthfall. I have read every single thing Abnett and Lanning have written in the space cosmic opera since Annihilation. And I have not read this because Annihilators was so bad mm. that I have not read Annihilators Earthfall. But you know what? I probably will. Um, Astonishing? Are you, are you up with that? No, because there's no way for it to, to fit into continuity. So okay. I don't like it. Okay. Basically... <laughs> 
something's going on with Storm. She's either from another dimension or she's being mind controlled and she trapped uh, some of the X-Men and she did go ahead and kiss Scott. So that's weird. <laughs> um, Avengers Origins, Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver. Why don't you give us a rundown on that? You know, Andy, I really don't know what happens in that issue. I have uh, not been able to read that one, so as soon as I can, we'll have that ready for everybody next episode. It's the origin of Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver. That was my little joke. <laughs> what are you doing? What? You're you're making a bunch of racket. Oh, I'm sorry. I was cleaning my screen. I didn't <laughs> know you could hear that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yes. Uh, this was good. It was McKeever. Uh, Avengers Solo, something with Hawkeye. I don't know. I couldn't keep track of the first one. <laughs> Captain America and Bucky. Uh, they, they, it's pretty much uh, early stories between the two of them, and now we've just recently moved on to um, the Winter Soldier era with Bucky. Um, Dokken, he was addicted to drugs that took away his healing factor, and um, he had to deal with that guy who was his addiction, his drug pusher. It was kind of some pre- pretty disturbing stuff. Um, Fantastic Four, number 600. Um, the Human Torch is back. Yeah. And the question is, is he good or is he not? Johnny Storm returns as the Annihilation Wave is beat back yet again, but is he good or bad? And Doom, Evil Reed, Reed's father, and the Future Foundation try to find a way to thwart a threat that is brewing back home. P.S. Something is happening with Franklin in a big way. Bum, bum, bum. I'm really excited about this because Franklin has been practicing. Uh, he's created his own world and his own dimension, and he has been practicing uh, kind of being God there. So that's interesting. That could be trouble. Um, Invisible Iron Man, we talked about that. Um, Iron Man 2.0, I don't know. Even though Aaron from the Facebook page says it's fantastic read, I still haven't been able to pick it up. Uh, Mighty Thor, some, okay. Thor gets wounded either before Fear Itself or after Fear Itself. I can't remember. And then in the side, and all of a sudden, during Fear Itself, when he dies, his body gets sucked into the wound in his side, and then he is replaced with somebody else. And not only is he replaced, but his entire history has been replaced. So everybody thinks that it's, it was never Thor. It was the other dude, except for Loki. And, and then um, Odin steps down, and then the All-Mothers, the three All-Mothers come in and start ruling Asgard and the other nine realms, I think. It's really weird book. <laughs> really strange stuff. Um, Secret Avengers just as Steve as this top cop team, and they go in and take out threats of national security before they come become threats. Vengeance, I don't know what's going on with that. Wolverine, the X Men, what you got? Oh, the X Men are battling the new Hellfire Club. Uh, the people that were coming to check out the school, they get turned into monsters. And turns out, what do you know? Beast built the X Mansion on top of Krakoa, the Living Island. <laughs> very strange wouldn't don't you think wouldn't you have checked for that first what did i have checked for that yeah wouldn't you be like hmm, if i'm gonna build this building maybe i shouldn't put it on top of a living island yeah but i mean like that's where the school's been the whole time right exactly that's why it doesn't make any sense 
No, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. So anyway, it, do you are are do you have high hopes for this book? It's really hard for me to get past the art. <laughs> okay, well, but Bacala is not going to stay on the book. Ever no. though. No, no. I mean, I don't see how he can. His his detail. I mean, his artwork is so detailed that you would fall way behind on it. Oh, and Iceman kind of learns how to use his powers in an imaginative way by creating multiple Icemans. Oh yeah, that is kind of cool too. That was kind of interesting use of his power. Um. All right. Avengers Origins Thor. So November was the month of the Avengers Origins. Instead of spacing them out like they did with the X Men, they just did it all in one. Yeah. Um, Daredevil number six. Daredevil is taking on clients and coaching them through their own trials because he has been completely discredited and can't get any clients. And now Mark Wade is coming back to the him as a womanizer. So he's pretty much unmarried and trying to kiss everything that moves. <laughs> him and Tony Stark should go out on double date. Yeah, that'd be great. Taking the city by storm. <laughs> I didn't mean Storm. I just, you know, whatever. Yeah, she's married. Herc, <laughs> I got no idea because it's being canceled. Thank goodness. Uh, Red Skull is an interesting read, but it's nowhere near as good as um, Magneto Testament. Pretty much on that one, if you can't beat him, join him. Johann Schmidt finally understands that might makes right, and real power comes from opportunism and ruthless action. Mm. Um, Thunderbolts. Uh, they're, like, they're like time traveling right now. And they're in the pre-World War II days of superheroes. So it's kind of interesting to see how superheroes are viewed before superheroes are really the norm. What's their mission? What are they doing? I don't really know. Should I read that book? Should I pick it back up? Uh, I like Thunderbolts. I just like the team. I really like Songbird and some of the other characters. It's kind of cool. It's like the Dark Avengers, but not as cool. <laughs> like I like screaming Mimi way more than Songbird. What? Yeah. No way. Oh yeah, man! I fell in love with her on Dark Avengers. I mean, she was a great Ms. Marvel. That's Moonstone. What am I saying? You said screaming Mimi, who is Songbird. Oh, I meant Moonstone. I meant. That's okay. Yeah, I like Moonstone a lot too. I thought Moonstone was that bald lady from Out in Space who's Drax's daughter. No, that's Moon Dragon. Ah. <sighs> Moon Dragon, Moonstone, who cares? Tomato, tomato. (laughs) And I think we're done. I think we have successfully gone through. Man, in only 30 minutes, that was great. Is it? Did it take that long, really? It was from 11:06 to 11:38. Wow, wow. Well, I'm gonna take that as a compliment. So. No, I think we did good because if we would have spent a minute on each title, oy vey. Oh, yeah, no, you're right. All right, well, hopefully, listeners, now the books that you are not reading, you have some understanding of what's going on in them, and if you were interested, you say, huh, maybe I'll go pick that up. That's kind of cool. <laughs> so, and that was kind of the purpose of that. Um, oh, what was the last thing I was going to say about? Ah, I can't remember. I'll just waste time. <laughs> All right, should we do our predictions? Predictions! <laughs> That was a mighty big yell, sir. You got a nice bumper for your prediction. <laughs> Predictions! <laughs> so you got any? 
Um, I predict that a lot more mutants are coming back. That's a good prediction. Uh, so that's one. Let's see how many I can come up with off the top of my head. Well, how about I come up with one now? We'll go. So I'll give you a little bit of time. Oh, shoot. Thank goodness. Oh, cute. I predict that the Green Hulk will be back on the Avengers. With the movie coming out, we got to get the team back together. But he's, so on Green... the, he's on the Defenders right now. Yeah, but they're not having a movie in May. I don't know, bro. I understand. I know where you're coming from. Green Hulk will be back. He'll be back. Um, I predict that we are going to get a pretty massive look at the future in the next coming year. Meaning, like, we'll get a period piece in the future, I think. Kind of like Age of X, but that was alternate reality. Mm-hmm. So I think that we will see something in the future, um, and we'll see it tie back into uh, current. Kind of like, um, kind of like that the X Men first class that Yost just did, not first class, but the X Men thing that Yost just did in the adjective list book, and how it was today, and then looking back to the first class. Mm-hmm. Except this will be in the future, looking back to today. Gotcha. Kind of like the is that based on the point one issue? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm down with that, yo. Okay, good. I think Thor will be back and soon because the Avengers movie is coming out. Because they didn't change the title of the book? That too. (laughs) I predict that um, so far I've done more mutants and then something in the future. I predict that whatever that sergeant's name is in the Battle Scars issue is not going to stick around or have the staying power as much as they would like. Mm -hmm. So he'll be used through Battle Scars and they'll try to use him and everything. And then after that, he'll just be kind of be a dead character. Really? Yes. I hope so. Okay. I'm whispering that so no one else can hear it. (laughs) Okay. All right, I already predicted that the X-Men will lose the battle with the Avengers, so uh, I predict that Hope will become Phoenix. Okay, so you, you don't think Jean Grey's coming back? I hope she's not, so that's why I'm predicting that Hope will be it. Now, do you think that the future that we saw in that little bit, the life and times of uh, Lucas Bishop, um, do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Okay, do you think that we're going to see that at all? Probably. I mean, we've seen so many different futures that have been touched upon, and we haven't really seen them, you know, from Layla Miller's in X Factor to the Lucas Bishop one where and even the the previous Bishop miniseries back in the 90s that had a a whole different uh, future for Bishop where M plates were kind of like clones and they ruled the future. And so. I'm not putting too much stock into it. Is it canon that Storm is Bishop's grandmother or no? It's not canon. Okay. It's a rumor. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and predict that Bishop is not going to come back within the next year. I agree. I'm with you. Okay. I predict Moon Knight, Generation Hope, and Herc will be canceled. <laughs> Herc has already been canceled. There we go. Okay. See, my predictions are coming true. <laughs> Gen Hope, they just ch- changed creative teams. Mm-hmm. 
So I too don't little, think... too late. And um, I don't think they're going to be canceling Moon Knight, bro. This I... is the predictions for next year. So I've got up until next December. Right, but this is Moon Knight is going to be the entry point for the Ultron War. That's what <laughs> that's what I predict. This is not a comedy show. No, no, he. You haven't been reading it, but they've been peddling Ultron technology, and the Ultron War, I think, is Bendis's. Uh, it, it's it's Bendis's purview. I think he's the one behind it. They better not, because I'm not buying Moon Knight. Come on, it's good stuff. Not, I'm not. I'm not gonna do it. You're gonna have to buy back all the way from the beginning. Not gonna, not gonna do it. You're gonna do it. <laughs> I predict Archangel will die. I disagree. I disagree. All right, Andy Man, why are they, why are they polybagging the next issue of X Force? So you don't know, so that you'd buy it. But they've got to have a big reveal. The last time they did a polybag, who died? Spider Man. Okay, and before no, that... No, no, the last time they did a polybag, nobody died. It was Ultimate Spider-Man number one. Well, before that one. <laughs> <laughs> Superman? I don't know. No, Human Torch! Oh, my bad. I remember, like, I was at the comic book store at, like, 11.30 that day, waiting for that. Oh, you know what? I went in... Let's just gripe for a second here. Okay, go all ahead. Right. Look, what do you think about all these titles being canceled? I think it's good. Why? Because those titles sucked. Okay, all right. Except for X-23. No. Yeah, okay, right. The <laughs> only reason I like that book is because it's the same artist who was on some of the Ms. Marvel stuff. That's the only reason. Not that I like the art, but it reminds me of the Ms. Marvel, the Brian Reed title that I liked. Mm-hmm. That's terrible. Okay, so I go into the LCS, right? And I'm yeah. like, um, I cannot find All Hero Squad or All Winner Squad <laughs> Band of Heroes number five. Where is it? I have looked over your shelves for twenty minutes now. And they like and the the, the lady says, um, Oh, we sold all those back to Marvel. I was like, What? You can't they you can't sell all those back to Marvel. Like Marvel doesn't have that deal unless they're coming you know, unless it's a special deal. And for this, why would they have a special deal? Well, they canceled it mid-title. It was an eight-issue series, and they canceled it after issue five. Issue six and issue seven were complete, and issue eight was half-drawn, and they canceled the title. Mm, I was sorry. really digging that book. I'm sorry, bro. I, I was I was pretty unhappy. I was like, man, you know, Paul Jenkins, poor guy. He keeps getting all his books keep getting canceled, and yet they're bringing back and finishing the twelve. I don't get it. Why? Yeah, that's stupid. I mean, I'm interested. I'll read it because I actually want to know what happens. But why would they do that? Well, you know, maybe they'll put uh, your what's it? All Star Band? Is that what it is? Uh, all Star Brothers? No, no. What's it called? It's All Winners Squad Band. The of all the All Losers Squad. Maybe <laughs> they'll bring that back, and maybe they'll make it like an online exclusive. Did you read any of that? No. Why are you laughing? Dude, no one else did either. That's why it got canceled. It's really five. a good book. It's 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 about superheroes that get enlisted in World War II and how they fight and die and the and the comic book propaganda behind them and everything to Oh, that's what I want to read about. It's <laughs> It's great. Gosh, that sounds awful. No, it's not awful at all. See, why are you Jenkins is an excellent writer. He just chooses to write about crap. 
He chooses to write about important things. Put him on X-Men. Put him on Cable. Put him on Ghost Rider. You know, put him on something like that. He'd be great. Instead, he's like, what is the worst idea I can come up with, and I'm going to write it really well. You know, he is... <laughs> he is... I, I think that Kzar got canceled, too, didn't it? Or no? Yes, because who cares about Kzar? It's I, Tarzan. That's I don't all know. it is. I don't know, but my point is he was writing that. Yes, again, awful idea, great writing. Right. Yeah, he is. A, I, I'm glad that you think he's a good writer. That, that makes me happy. Well, I mean, I don't think that's even in dispute. Everybody loves Paul Jenkins. I can't remember. I don't remember ever reading something where people are like, Paul Jenkins sucks. Never. <laughs> you know? never get that. That's fantastic. No, it's like Paul Jenkins is always acclaimed, uh, an acclaimed writer. Yeah, he is good. He is good. All right. Um, I predict. Oh, no. Wait, no. This is what I wanted to say. After all that, <laughs> did you know that what they're doing is they're canceling the titles that don't sell well, obviously, mm-hmm. and they're double shipping the titles that do sell well? Yeah. I thought you, that was interesting. You knew that? I did. Okay, so let's take X23 that says that sells you know 30,000 copies or whatever. They're going to cancel that, and then they're going to double ship on Canny, which sells, you know, 80, 90 or whatever, 70, 80,000. So they're almost guaranteed an extra 70, 40,000 sales. What do you think about that strategy? What, what, what do you mean they're guaranteed an extra 40? Because if they're doubling, then they're guaranteed an extra 160,000. No, no. Thir- it's, okay, let's say 70,000, right? What? What does Uncanny sell? Yeah, probably around 70 or 80. Let's okay. say 7. Let's okay, just let's, do 70. Let's say 70. All right. Okay. So if they're double shipping, that's 1,400, right? No. 70,000 times 2 is 140,000. Right, right. What did I say? You said 1,400. Okay. Yeah. No. You're... That was not for the All Losers squad. Not what, they're, <laughs> not what they're shipping. Yes, they might have only shipped 1,400 copies. <laughs> So it's actually really rare, and you can sell it on eBay. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. You, you know what? <laughs> Never mind. Okay. So what I was saying is if you cancel X-23, which is about 30000 that's only 40000 difference because you already make the usual 70000 on your uncanny, and then 70000 minus your 30000 is 40000 Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's all I was saying. No, well, what I'm saying, I'm looking at a different way is, okay – I'm going to sell two copies of Uncanny X-Men in the month of December, okay? So I'm going to move 140,000 copies of a book, right? Right, right. Whereas if I keep X-23, if I sold that twice a month, I'd only make sell 60,000 copies in a title that's already declining. Yeah, I got you. I know. Yeah, so I mean it's it's just simple economics. It makes sense. Right, but is the quality of the work going to go down? They don't care. Do you care? <laughs> well, yeah, I care. But, I mean, look at half the crap that we just got done reviewing. <laughs> right? Right, but, I mean, do you think it's a good idea that just because they stick an Uncanny on it, it's going to sell? Like, if they stuck Uncanny on the title of X-23 and it sold that much, like, do you think the sales would go up? No, probably not. Let's move on to our Tina Awards. Okay.
Okay. Uh, I'm just reading up about Ariel, making finding out when she really did die. And uh she actually I was wrong. She died in during the events of Second Coming, Cyclops assigns Ariel as a teleporter for the X-Men's Alpha Team following the disappearance of magic. While traveling with Wolverine and X-23 in search for hope, their car was shot by a missile. Wolverine and X-23 survived due to their enhanced healing factors, but Ariel was believed to have been killed. Rogue discovered during Schism, Rogue discovered Ariel's power had allowed her to jump from the vehicle before it was destroyed. I'm just stupid. However, the destruction of the entry door had left her trapped in an interdimensional limbo. Her return to the story started in the Regenesis story arc. All right, well then, let's do this. Let's wrap it up. This is ridiculous. All right, how many Tinas you got? Three. Okay, I got two, so you go first. All right. One of the living... really like that song because you're one of the living that was pretty and good right? you can't stick together <laughs> that was good right yeah we should we should go on tour i don't think that that's necessary okay fine all right one of the living these are going to be hard we reviewed 60 titles <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Johnny Storm coming back? No. But, but but I was close, right? It's going to be... The three that I have are from the few titles that I talked about. Oh, okay. All right, all right. Fear Itself, point one. Bucky coming back. No. Dang it! That was, like, my only guess. <laughs> That's okay. It was uh, Beast building, building the X-Mansion on Krakoa, the Living Island. Wow. Wow, and you and you you don't like mine. Oh, that one was hard. What? One of the living? Because he's the living island. Oh, you I know, I get it. Uh, you don't very, build your house on the living island. It's very clever. No, I got it. All right. Um, a fool <laughs> in love. You're just a fool. You know you're in love. What you say? You A Fool in Love. Let me take a look at the 77 titles we've looked at real quick. <laughs> yeah. In Love. Is it Spider-Man? Nope. Okay. Just a fool. Um, is it Dokken? Nope. Daredevil. <laughs> <You're> just... <laughs> it's Daredevil, isn't it? No, it's Moon Knight. Oh. Because, what does that have to do with it? Yeah, because because he's a fool, because he's like a uh, multiple personality disorder, he's talking to himself, and uh, because um, Echo, he's really into Echo. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Okay. All right. No, that was good. Thanks. We don't need another hero. We don't need another hero. We don't need another hero. 
Actually, that's my next one. Oh. I think that's the first time this has ever happened. It is. We've never done that. Wow. <laughs> what do you know? Okay. Um, <laughs> see, now I'm scared to guess what it is because... Is, is this... Guess what yours is and I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we don't need another hero is bringing back Ariel from Legacy. Good job. Is it really? No, right. Yeah. Now you, your turn. We don't need another hero. Thor. No, but I can see where you came up with that. Well, good. As long as you can see where I came up with that. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, who came back? Moon Knight, because he needs to be canceled. I'm sorry, that we already used Moon Knight. This one is actually the one that you should be able to get. Oh, oh insult to injury. <laughs> uh, how about X-Force? Uh, no, it's uh the new sergeant guy from Battle Scars. I don't even remember his name. That was really good. That was good. Thanks. He's so important we don't even remember his name. <laughs> we, we, I, I, we don't need this guy. No, not at all. I mean, he's no like. Look, one one thing that was pointed out to me: how could he graduate from the top of his class at West Point and be a sergeant? A sergeant is an enlisted rank, and West Point is for officers. Uh oh. I think that's a no prize. Well, this is the Marvel universe. No, no, no! Don't give me that crap. <laughs> don't hand me that nonsense. Oh, well, I'm sorry. Okay, what's your third? The best. The best uh, is this like the best book that you've read? I don't believe we give hints. Oh, my bad. Uh, <laughs> it's like a million degrees in here, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> you already won. Um, Uncanny X Force, because that's the best book. No, wait, no, wait, wait. Magneto, not a hero, because that was the best. We both agreed on that. Oh, that was a good guess, but no. Okay. All right. Um, Avengers are going to be the best in this Avengers vs. X-Men? Now you're just guessing. <laughs> no, dude. Storm is on the Avengers. I'm sorry. Which title is that? Avengers. Right, and it's the best because Storm is on the Avengers. Okay, so let me get this straight. The award is the best... And it goes to the Avengers title because Storm is on the team. Yes, because that is the best thing Marvel has done. Oh, that see, that was the lo- the leap in logic I was missing there. There's no leap in logic there. There, I is, Storm there is no bleep in logic. Podcast in the past. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we have worn this thing down. This is Marvel 616 Politics. Thank you for listening. Why don't you catch us at uh, marvel616politics.com. Email us at marvel616politics at gmail.com. And, of course, follow us on Twitter at 616politics. Look us up on facebook.com slash marvel616politics. Give us a call. Leave us a message. Ask a question at 616-755-TINA. 
And, of course, go to our website at www.marvel616politics.com. And thank you for choosing DCB Service. That's Discount Comic Book Service, dcbservice.com, for all your pre-order comic book needs. Thank you, and good night. This is Marvel 616 Politics, episode 37, with your host, Andy Kirby. I didn't know we were starting yet. I think this is episode 37. Yeah, but I didn't know we were starting yet. Well, it, but we are. No, we haven't discussed what's going on with the show yet. Oh, okay. Stand by. (laughs) No, don't, 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 you gotta delete all that crap.